Hi, everyone. Welcome to an Arsonism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be discussing the healing power of compassion. To begin, the definition of compassion is recognizing the suffering of others and then taking action to help them. Compassion embodies a tangible expression of love for those who are suffering. Compassion gives us the ability to understand someone else's situation and the desire to take action to improve their lives and relieve the suffering of others. It is a quality that allows us to step outside of ourselves and see others' circumstances. It supplies us with the energy, the motivation, the willpower to do what is necessary to make the world a more caring place. Now, compassion is different from empathy, although there are things in common between the two. Compassion is about active steps to help another in distress, while empathy is simply sharing the emotions of another's pain. Without compassion, we sit by and allow other people to hurt, and we do not take action to alleviate that suffering. We allow injustice, we allow the world to continue to suffer without actually attempting to alleviate that. Compassion offers the ability to connect to other people as we are able to empathize with them and ultimately offer a hand in their struggle, which essentially gives us this feeling like we are connected in our humanity. I would argue that it is particularly compassion that makes us human. Without the character trait of compassion, we lose our humanity. Those who are abused are usually lacking the experience of compassion by primary caregivers, and the results are extremely damaging. The helplessness of a child to get their needs met requires deep compassion by a primary caregiver, the attunement to what the child's needs are, and ultimately the motivation of the parent to meet those needs. Without compassion, the parent lacks this ability to meet the child's needs and develop a healthy sense of self. The child, as a result, will feel neglected because they have not received the necessary and healthy nutrients and will be left wounded as a result. I've seen consistently with abuse victims how they have been mistreated and really lack compassion. They will be extremely judgmental, critical, and even self-abusive towards themselves. The lack of compassion shown towards them by the primary caregivers causes them to treat themselves in the same manner. We learn how to treat ourselves based on the way our parents treat us, so therefore this lack of compassion creates an abusive and toxic relationship within oneself. With abuse victims, there's no exception, and they oftentimes lack empathy with negative and demeaning self-talk mirroring the mistreatment that they experienced early on. It is so vital to develop this life skill of compassion. Compassion towards others begins with compassion towards ourselves as we treat others based on the way we treat ourselves. This will allow us to tap into our inner fragile human self and connect with others in a vulnerable and sensitive way, which allows us to meet our own needs and the needs of others in a healthy way. So the life skill of being compassionate is very learnable, but it must be practiced and become habitual. A person needs to get into the habit of treating themselves in a compassionate way. In order to shift from negative mistreatment towards oneself and others into a compassionate relationship with oneself, a person must become less reactive and notice how they are jumping reactively towards negativity, false conclusions, and even self-abuse. It is when we are triggered or we have a strong reaction and desire to act negatively or act abusive Compassion is the vital life skill that allows a person to act from the heart, creating mental health and human connection as opposed to the ego and selfishness, which creates human disconnect and perpetuates more dis-ease. So I want to quote from an article here. This one is labeled The Compassionate Mind by Emma Sapala. 
and she discusses some of the health benefits of compassion. She says, compassion may have endured our survival because of its tremendous benefits, both physical and mental health and overall well-being. Research by Ed Diner, who is a leading researcher in positive psychology, and Martin Seligman, a pioneer of the psychology of happiness and human flourishing. They suggest that connecting with others in a meaningful way helps us enjoy better mental and physical health and speeds up recovery from disease. It has even shown that it may lengthen our lifespan. So it's been proven that compassion and human connection that results because of which can actually enhance our physical, mental, and emotional health. The reason a compassionate lifestyle leads to greater psychological well-being may be explained by the fact that the act of giving appears to be more pleasurable than the act of receiving. So she goes on to quote that a brain imaging study showed that the pleasure centers of the brain, which are the parts of the brain that are active when we experience pleasure, are equally active when we observe someone giving money to charity as when we receive money ourselves. In addition, compassion may serve as a buffer against stress. A study conducted on a large population, more than 800 people, found that stress did not predict mortality in those who helped others, but that it did in those who did not. So one of the main reasons why compassion may protect against stress is the very fact that it is actually very pleasurable to give. Motivation seems to play an important role in predicting whether a compassionate lifestyle exerts a beneficial impact on health. Sarah Conrath at the University of Michigan discovered that people who engage in volunteering lived longer than those non-volunteering, but only if their reasons for volunteering were altruistic rather than self-serving. So again, proof here that there is actually benefits, health benefits that can really add to your life if compassion and giving is included. Another reason compassion may boost our well-being is that it helps broaden our perspective beyond ourselves. So it helps you kind of get out of your head, get a wider perspective on life, and ultimately that can help us perceive what the world in a healthier way, leading to a healthier lifestyle. The article states that the research shows that depression and anxiety are linked to a state of self-focus, a preoccupation with me, myself, and I. When you do something for somebody else, however, the state of self-focus shifts to a state of other focus. And lastly, one additional way in which compassion may boost our well-being is by increasing a sense of connection to other people. Another study was conducted which showed the lack of social connection is a greater detriment to health than obesity, smoking, and high blood pressure. On the flip side, strong social connection leads to a 50% increased chance of longevity. Social connection strengthens the immune system, helps us recover from disease faster, and may even lengthen our life. So people who feel more connected to others have a lower rates of anxiety, depression, and physical negative health experiences. So, so important to have compassion. Compassion is one of those things that unless we've experienced compassion, we oftentimes do not know what it's like or what it's like to treat ourselves with compassion and therefore vital to develop this life skill if you are struggling to have compassion towards yourself and ultimately connect to others in a compassionate way in a way that leads to long-term healthy fulfilling relationships please allow me to assist you in developing this life skill of compassion so you can treat yourself in a loving compassionate empathic way and ultimately engage in relationships that are interconnecting that are compassionate respectful loving ones that leave you feeling happy healthy and fulfilled I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so please do reach out and take advantage of that. My email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. It's an absolute honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the very best. Mm -hmm.